mysterious little rhino. Chakaka! Welcome to the Andrew Scott Show. My guest today is Ryan Scott, and Ryan is the owner of Syracuse Ninja Barracks in Liverpool, New York, and he's a National Ninja League athlete. And if you didn't know, as I didn't before this podcast, the National Ninja League is actually the professional league for the sport. And Ryan is actually ranked 19th in the entire world right now in in, in, in the sport which is absolutely insane. He's actually going down to Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, February 21st to February 23rd for the National Ninja League Season 5 World Championships. So, absolutely crazy. Um, I had a really interesting discussion with him. I didn't know much about the sport going into it, so it was quite a learning experience for me. Uh, he's on the Instagrams as at underscore the period great period Scott underscore if you could follow that <laughs> at the great Scott, um, had a great conversation with him. He's a great dude and, uh, hope you enjoy it. And we are now live. Um, so you were just telling me that you can move this thing around yeah, wherever sure. you got to do. Um, you were just telling me that Syracuse Ninja Barracks, you're the owner of Syracuse Ninja Barracks Correct. in Liverpool. Yep. You got it. Sponsored by uh, Syracuse Ninja Barracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were just telling me that, you originally had this in your backyard. Yes, sir. So, and you got kicked out because of authorities, or we did. Yeah, we had uh, you know, Sy- uh, Department of Syracuse, City of Syracuse, rather, um, come down and just just shut us down. He said, "I really don't want to do this to you. I know you're doing something really good. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, the way it's zoned, <laughs> it's zoned improperly. It's residential, not commercial. Right. Season assist." If you do it again, you 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 know we'll sh- come and take everything out and shut you down. Right. Um, but you're good for now. Just make sure you don't do it again. And we were already on the hunt for a place, so okay, that was already in the in the works. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> that well, that's good. I mean, it sounds like they were nice about it at least. The guy was, uh, you know, he he didn't. You can tell he didn't want to give the news. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. I'm sorry, I gotta do this. Yeah, it's like don't shoot the messenger, right? Oh, it's horrible, <laughs> and then uh, I call and I'm like, "What the heck is this all about?" You know, because he he was just the guy, basically, like you said he was the messenger. Right. Like, I called the head of the people. I'm like, "Listen, is there any way we can make this work?" Yeah. And they're like, "You can sign a petition. You can have people. You know, you can go around your neighbors, and it just it would have taken Too so much. much time, and it was only something that could be done in you know." operable maybe two seasons out of the year okay so you know winter really wouldn't work too no. well spring same thing around here spring doesn't pop off until april yeah yeah um, may-ish <laughs> sometimes so right but yeah we had a optimal use in the building we're in now and i taught it out of a gymnastics center before that so, okay yeah nice started a program up in both places and very cool is the one in the gymnastics center still going on oh uh, so that was cmy gym center um, okay i was there for a while three years um initiated a program there okay started ninja there um personal trained at trillium sport and fitness okay i've heard of that um they're down on erie boulevard but i did um personal training there but also started kid birthday parties in ninja warrior incorporated there so Ah. i built a bunch of obstacles brought them in kind of got them you know into it and they still actually do birthday parties for ninja warriors interesting Can you actually just pull this up a little closer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can move it. You know, you can still sit oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to pick it up. But uh, all right, that's interesting. So, 
<laughs> I think of like the big inflatable bounce houses. That's like the kids' version of Ninja Warrior. For sure. And you're like, well, I'm an adult and I still want to do this shit. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's you know it's a it's a safe way of doing it now. You know, you think of like uh, the original show. So Suski was the uh, original Japanese version of Ninja Warrior. Suski. It was called S A S U K E. And that is okay. the original that was watched on G4. Everybody watches does American Ninja Warrior now. Really? Um, before it was even implemented in American Ninja Warrior in America. Oh, shit. Um, I didn't realize that. Before that, everybody thought it was out. And they're like, oh, isn't that like Wipeout? You know, that show Wipeout. Yeah. Same thing. Yes. G4, everybody's watching it. It ended up being on national television and kind of was like, oh, this is cool to watch people fail and had commentators. Right. And, um, so it was kind of along the lines of an obstacle course. Right. But it wasn't like the technical intricate kind of things yeah. where you need the training you need the endurance um, it's more of a sport now it is it's it's very much so it's very alive and kicking yeah um, that's kind of what we do in the national ninja league so yeah um yeah that's, yeah that makes <laughs> sense because people like wipe out they like people seeing like people fail fails, of course yeah, right but like you mentioned ninja warrior is way more intricate than that and it's it's less about people failing and more about people overcoming those things yeah i mean we learn through our failures i tell it to the kids all the time like i'll fail a thousand times i can't tell you how many flips i do per week and to get it perfected so that i can land on my feet without using my hands or getting my body in the right position so right i learn through those and you know a lot of times i'm recording myself so i can see what i'm doing wrong to yeah be able to fix it Hey, your Instagram sick. <laughs> Thanks. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, I don't that. follow a ton of Ninja no, Warrior no, people, of course. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try to you know keep my circle small and really just like build the community and build it strong. Yeah. Know? And um, I think we're doing pretty good so far. I've been doing it since 2015. Okay. Um, that's started, when you had it in your backyard. I've had yeah. That's when we started out. First obstacle was a salmon ladder uh, made from a four by four and uh, some some two by fours as the rungs. To of go course, up. and a steel steel bar from those. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like let's. I I really like that obstacle. I want to do it. Yeah, let's, let's put this thing up. <laughs> that's sick. So. Interesting. So, were you? Did you have any interest in? You said you were a personal trainer before. Yeah. Right. Yep. So more just like standard personal training. Or... Yeah, that was more like calisthenics. Um, I okay. was actually working with a lot of people. So Trillium Sport and Fitness was a great spot. Um, they supplied the clients for you. They had a really good client base, but I met a lot of interesting people there, man. Um, people that needed help, needed motivation, needed encouragement, needed a good workout. Yeah. Um, I worked with all sorts of different people. Um, some people that had issues some people that were healthy so mm -hmm. it, it gave me a time to really like be versatile with my workouts and write my own workouts for people right um, and, and it kind of set the the trademark for it and, okay and it kind of made me realize like i need to do this for myself too you know because i i don't write a plan when i work out i'll just go in and i'll throw my body around a little bit now i do obviously but yeah before it was just like okay you know do a couple pull-ups here uh, i feel okay all right we're good yeah you know I, i've always been naturally like athletic right so it kind of came natural to me ninja um when i first started so yeah i feel like you have to be naturally athletic to be in that sport a little like, bit i would say man a little bit there's a lot going on there i mean just generally uh i would consider myself athletic i played a lot of sports growing up and that kind of thing and i, I did pretty well at them um but as far as I mean, I'm in the gym and I do a lot of pull-ups, but I don't do any muscle-ups. I don't do any advanced calisthenics. Sure. Um, I just, I think it takes another level of uh, explosiveness, I would say. Yeah. And, and a lot of that is, is correlated with how athletic you are. Like you go to a, a 
Is it Combine? Com- the Combine. Oh, NFL the Combine. Yeah. Oh, I, I would love to go there. Yeah. I would, I'd like, I talked to my brother about it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I would, if I could get an invite, I would go in a heartbeat. It, it's incredible. I mean, it's, it's, it's measuring a lot of like baseline things like, uh, you know, sprint speed, jump height. Yeah. But they say jump height, like you can only train so much. Like you have a certain amount of fast twitch fibers in your muscles versus the slower twitch, I guess. Yeah. And, um, that's like genetically you you either have it or you don't yep. in a kind of way like you know if you if you want to be in the nba but you're five four then it's good luck man like <laughs> unless you're like spud webber yeah, like, right D Brown or something. it's just anomalies but yeah i feel like you definitely have to have a certain athleticism to to really excel in that so that's it's interesting wait so you were in personal training before yeah i'm sorry i was distracted i think that should be fine oh. um have you always been interested in like the body and movement and like were you in parkour before or anything like that or i really didn't do too much parkour i did trampolines just jumped okay. around on them frogged around um always snowboarded i actually learned how to flip on a snowboard before i flipped anywhere else okay um, rodeos misty flips method airs just doing like those kind of tweaks and movements in the air right i snowboarded since i was god i think nine years old okay yeah i've been doing it a while i'm 36 so okay um it's been a while yeah i i've i've got pretty good experience with that um and really good on the legs it's, and it's a great workout too so it yeah really me up. i had a good foundation um always skateboarded skated um so you did the sideways things a lot oh yeah man. you wakeboard oh whatever anything i can anything i can get on i i yeah on it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i kind of just comes like i said naturally it just i hop on it and it happens I don't know. See, it's funny because i think snowboarding skateboarding and wakeboarding like the you're sideways like i water ski i downhill ski i grew up playing a lot of hockey i, I skate also um i'm all i can do straight forward things <laughs> sideways like i we it's have a, we have a wakeboard and uh I, I don't use it much i just go for the water skis now sure. I, I like those doing that i'm better too, at man. it those yeah. are a blast it's it's incredible <laughs> but when i would have the wakeboard i'd be holding on and my body would just slowly drift like this and then i'd face plant uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like and i didn't train it enough admittedly I, but i don't know i have an appreciation for the the sideways oriented things like that. they're tricky man <laughs> i think a lot of it had to do with me skateboarding first before i actually strapped into a snowboard oh sure you know that's like you said that sideways orientation and having one foot a little angle to the front or one angle to the back a little bit so you're open yeah um, that allows you to to move and you know turn a little bit easier right um, okay if your feet are just kind of you know here and here you're not gonna see better you know you're gonna see different results if you move right feet quite a bit you're more so. rigid yeah with all your joints and things i imagine yeah it makes it a little bit easier especially if you're turning like so if your heel side you know for instance if i'm goofy which means riding with your left foot okay right? um i would typically you know be heavy in the heels if i was coming back a little bit okay right and some people that's why you catch a toe edge or on your wakeboard you felt like you were falling over instantly when you turn to that side so you kind of have to like own the board versus it owning you and push into that side on your toes or your heels or whatever mm, it is yeah almost like a, a rafter think of like a, a boat okay you know what one, one controls one, one controls in the rear one controls in the front okay um, interesting yeah and huh. that goes with the skateboard too that's why you see those guys they can just slide around so easy yeah and that's oh, literally what unreal. it is yeah there's a i see a kid on instagram uh jackson something i think his name's jackson he's 11 years old and he 
just did like a photo shoot with Nike or something. Like he's some crazy skateboarder out of Syracuse. That's incredible, man. But he's like 11 really? years old. He does. Uh, he doesn't just skateboard either. He I see videos on his Instagram page of him like That's in California doing all these crazy uh, hills on the the longboards. Ugh. Like he it's it's wild to watch. <laughs> I've actually never been on a longboard. They look no? fun. Yeah, I mean I I have one, but I like, okay. it's an old school one, man. It's beat uh, up. <laughs> I've never actually lived in a place to actually ride it. Yeah. So I think that would be a cool experience. Yeah, I bet. They're really like easy going. The wheels are really big, so you can get some nice turns and right. kind of flow through them. So that makes sense. Yeah, it looks like fun. I just I don't know. I'm being I, I need to I need to be straight on. I think uh I don't have that gene. <laughs> I don't have the sideways gene. Well, keep at it, man. You'd be surprised <laughs> if you keep trying it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda like uh back to you said with like the muscle ups. You said you couldn't get a muscle up. Well, I think there's a, a thing out there for you, man, and it helped me get it. And it yeah. helped me get a lot of the calisthenic moves that I thought I'd never get. Hmm. Um, the band system, I'm pretty sure you've seen them before, the resistant bands. Yeah, on your feet um, to help you get up. Put it around the bar, put them on your feet. It's just like a, a pull-up assistant machine. But yeah. You are using your body weight still, and then you can go down in bands as you get stronger. Right. And just keep the re- repetitions high. Yeah. And you're just building building the muscle and burning the fat. Right. I, progression I, like anything else yeah and I, I got my explosiveness because of that like okay my muscle ups are strict form now because of that yeah like i had no clue how to do a muscle up before uh-huh took a, a calisthenic workshop in 2016-17 okay and got introduced to kenneth gazzaro so he's the um, owner of and founder of uh, the world calisthenics organization okay based out of california great guys but anyway they um I don't know. I just that's where where I got my certification through. It's just a, a very uh, good strict form type um, program that just shows you step by step how to get where you want to go in the calisthenic world. That makes sense. And just really unlocking your body's full potential. So. Right. I was uh, in the gym with my fiance is it last week, and somebody was on the assistant pull machine that she usually uses at our gym, and uh, I was like, here, just grab a band and like just like you were saying, yeah. just do the pulse of the band. Like I don't know how much the resistance is because you know you put it on the plates, you know, but sure. um, you also don't have the free range of motion. But uh, I-, I got up on the band to show her how to do it because we had done it a long time ago, and she let the band snap and hit oh, herself. It was I, bad. It was bad. I've had that happen. She, she had a little PTSD. Oh. But uh, so I got on and I showed her like, if you angle your feet and like keep it like a crux like this and the band up the middle, like you'll be fine. Yeah. And I was on there and I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, I just yeah. felt like I was playing around, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. You don't even realize you're doing anything on it until you're like, okay, you can, and again, you can do more reps. You can do like 40 reps on yeah. it. Yeah. But you're building the muscle up this slow twitch. Right. It's all about the slow twitch. Ah, makes sense. I I want to do a muscle up. I should try. So can you do like a slow motion muscle up? Like one of those guys that's just. Um, I can I can go like, slow. Oh it's gosh. very hard. I have to kip a little bit, which means knees to bar a little bit. Okay. Um, a strict form, straight strict bar muscle up. I still have not gotten, but I've gotten pretty close where I've not brought my knees. You know. To like help you mo- yeah. momentum up. And again, right. that's kind of like a, a kip up, like kind of like a gymnastic yeah. motion. But man, it's a, it's a heck of a, a thing. Once you get it though your body understands that muscle memory takes over and you're just like, yeah, okay, I know I need to go down. You dip down real low, let your shoulders sink down right. go all the way through hands over the top of the bar, reverse dip, push through. Right. And it's just, it just clicks. Hmm. Interesting. It takes time. It took me some time to get that one. Yeah. And I, I write a list every year of things that I want to get. Yeah. Like fitness goals, uh, you know, 
travel goals, adventure plays, like where I want to, like there's just always a list for every year. Got to have a goal system. Yeah. It's so important. Absolutely, man. It's so funny how you mentioned earlier uh, that it's such a metaphor for life. Like you fail all the time, but you got to keep going. You got to, if you want to get it, like you're going to keep failing if it's you want like it that, that bad. With any, anything. Yeah. You know, you're going to get that with, with reading, philosophy, literature, science, math, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. And a lot of it, what we do is physics, it's mm-hmm. math, it's percentages, it's probability. It's, um, yeah, it's a lot more than just throwing yourself around up there. Yeah. So a lot of people just kind of think, oh, well, he's good at it, but. I worked hard to, to get that way and to do it methodically and to do it the correct way without yeah. hurting myself. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I've had bad falls before, man. Like, I can imagine. I failed pretty hard. Have you, like, broken anything? or? I've luckily, um, the only thing I've actually done, I broke my, I don't know what it was, either my knuckle, the capsule in here. Okay. Um, but I was doing, like, a Kong. This was years ago, over a block. And I missed the block, and it hit. Right, and jammed my fingers oh. and just so I got all yeah. this residual in here. Oh, no. And it's yeah, it was bad. Um and I mean you can kinda see it's not straight. Yeah. It's not, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I you see. know what I mean? You can kinda see the orientation too. There's pain here and it goes all the way up my arm. Something I have to deal with now. Yeah. Is, um, I was gonna say, does it affect you now? Oh yeah. yeah really? Very painful. And it, it doesn't add I separated my shoulder and snowboarding in two thousand eight. Sounds um, about right. <laughs> It's gonna happen. It's another dangerous these sport, the, man. Yeah, these are people, the, the things you look at. People die every year hitting trees. They do. This was an ice block. I, I avoided my girlfriend at the time. I went around her to the left. Uh-huh. She was just caught up in something, and I tried to move around her, and I, I kind of like got her out of the, the crap that she was in. I kind of pushed yeah. her away, and as I did that, I went off the side. I was like, repeat. <laughs> Okay. I went off the side of it, and I mean, they they just cut like all like they shaved everything down and cut it. Mm-hmm. So there's blocks of ice over the edge, uh, and I just hit one of these blocks with my shoulder and <sighs> broke it in half. It was like the size of a recycling bin. Oh man! The thing's broke in half. I hit it. I came up onto the t- side of the mountain, and my buddy, blood curdling scream, I let out. He heard me over his you know his headphones. He's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> And I'm like, I think Hell I broke no. my shoulder. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. And he's like, you want help? I'm like, nope. And I just kind of, and I, I snowboarded down the rest of the mountain. It was right near the top. Too. And I snowboarded down. I held it. Got down to the end. The guy puts me in a butterfly sling and I've never passed out. That was the only time I ever passed out. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go down. I'm going down. <laughs> and he's starting to put me in the sling and I'm like, I'm going, that's it. It's and, over. And I was like, good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fell over. <laughs> Woke up. I had oxygen on. Oh um, my they God. They the car around. They brought me to Kraus. No surgery. I separated my AC. Um, <laughs> while you were, while you were going uh, down, were you like, take me across? It was no. I was still thank God. I just think those billboards yeah. crack me up. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> take me to Kraus. Like I'm having a stroke. Take me to Kraus. Like what? You're having a stroke. You're not saying take me to Kraus. Like You're come probably, on. Like unable to say anything. <laughs> Barely like hanging out to get the person that's taking care of you. Yeah. A friend of mine uh, told me him and his wife have a joke where <laughs> he goes. I ate too many chicken wings. Uh, take me to Kraus. <laughs> like, it's just nice. They'll just drop it every once in a while. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It's the oh, funniest awesome. campaign. That yeah, no, that's crazy though. Oh my gosh, it's such a dangerous sport. Yeah, so much fun though. Oh, so it. much fun oh, going down so that good. mountain. Just such hear, a thrill. Just to hear 
nothing yeah you hear nature you hear the, the snow falling the yeah it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's one of the best things it makes me want to backpack and do downhill backpack for sure and for sure. i mean i have a friend who's up in vermont she lives in burlington uh-huh. and she's she like skins up and skis down and it just seems so nice Lucky. but that's a good area it's beautiful south burlington's one of my favorite places to go yeah yeah I for, love it for skiing or uh, snowboard snowboard adventure to hike okay everything do you go there in the summer ever? Yeah, I, I take the ferry over, so it, okay. it, it ends up going like literally right south of it. I think like twenty miles, and then you drive up. Gotcha. Um, great area though. The parks are super clean. They they actually care about their like environment and people and beautiful. They're really conscious about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. I wish people around here were a little bit more conscious. Yeah. About their environment. It's crazy. It I, drives me nuts. My uncle lives down in Alabama, and I was down there with my family. Uh, about a year ago now, about exactly a year ago, it went down in March, and they like don't recycle like at all. And I know we don't have the best recycling system, of course, but we have one. Texas doesn't either, man. Crazy. crazy They throw away everything. It's crazy. Water bottles, like the trash. I'm like, what are you doing? Where does this go? What are you doing? What is happening right now? Like, how hard is it to have another bin, put it in there, and then let it go to a a recycling center? Yeah. and I get you need the infrastructure of the recycling centers and, and all that. But, you know, we have it up here. Like, there's no reason you can't have it down there. No doubt. And, I don't know, it, it's crazy just to see, I don't know, like the Pacific garbage mat and what how that all that garbage accumulates in the Pacific Ocean. It's just like, we're killing ourselves what? here. We're, we're not killing ourselves now. What we're doing is if we have children and they have children, yeah. it's going to hurt bloodlines way back we're or way down the line we're, we're smoking cigarettes right now just taking another one out of the pack going eh, we're all right right now no big <laughs> deal no big deal just one more puff come on i mean i've literally gone uh, it's te- it's terrible sad but true man yeah I, i've literally like seen people throw like burger king bags and stuff out of their windows and i've been at a red light where i've got out of the car put it back out of the car and put it in their car yeah like oh, i don't deal with that lightly love that i care about my world and i care yeah. about my people here and my community if i see that crap i'll call you out on it i'll be like listen man pick your crap up mm-hmm. what are you doing like you live here i don't know who taught you that but that's not right no put not it in the trash all. and they'll look at me like i'm freaking crazy but i'm like <laughs> Guess what? This is my kids' world they're living in too. You yeah, don't have the right to man. ruin it. That's right. <laughs> like, it's and obviously it's more than just, you know, one thing you throw on the ground, but it's just a habit. It's and you build that bad habit and it gets worse and worse and worse. And I've had that instilled since I was a kid, man. Like you do not throw gar- you throw trash out where it belongs. Yeah. You know, and some people don't know and they were never taught. So I understand that to a point. Mm-hmm. At some point you have to evolve. And yeah learning oh my grow, gosh you know it's just part of being a responsible Growing human yeah, <laughs> like, let's, let's here, leave people. let's leave things better than we found them Please. like it's pretty basic principle i mean we can go out to the joshua tree like that's a perfect example what, mm-hmm. what are people thinking like yeah you're, you're destroying history it's nuts a, a national piece of like preserved piece of land right Ugh. it's you hate to see it but horrible. i don't know the great thing about uh, you know the internet and podcasts and everything is we can have these discussions and push the ideas out and this like is good. yeah it, it is so it good there. because I don't know it, take care of your planet <laughs> I know seriously <laughs> you've only got one it's nuts it just it's so short sighted it drives me crazy it's like I think because people know that they they're not going to be alive forever some people just that's why they don't care because yeah. they're like it doesn't affect me now I don't care. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and they're one track minded and 
they're okay with that. That's just sad. But it is sad. But like, do they have kids? Like, do they have friends and family that have kids? Like, probably. Are, There's a good chance. Do so. Are they? Do they legitimately don't care, or are they just not thinking about it? Are they just they might blind? Be just you know what I mean? Or blind of the idea. Like, I would like to think that if everyone actually considered what they're doing and thought about it, that people generally are good enough to understand what's going on and what they're doing in order to to, to understand like okay i shouldn't throw this shit out the window because Absolutely. this is not good sure. like but people just don't think about it people want you know that, that cigarette that i've seen it <laughs> it's, it's gonna be fine i've and then like, i've had one where I, this is no joke man it's a god's honest truth i picked the trash i got out of the car i threw the freaking thing back in the car the guy looked at me like he was gonna do something and i'm like number one you don't know i'm like you don't know who I am. Yeah. I'm freaking train, man. Like, I'll uh-huh. wreck you, number one. Number two, don't do it. Yeah. He has the nerve. He looks at me, makes eye contact with me, and then throws it back out the window. Really? Yeah. Light turned green. I waited for it. I grabbed the bag, and I put it in my car. Like, I threw it out of the trash can. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, people drive me nuts, man. It's crazy. And that was spite. That was just pure, 100% spite. Oh, yeah. There was nothing else to, to make him throw that out the window. No. Like... And just wanted to be an asshole. <laughs> Very kind much so. Like a power trip kind of thing. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Great, you can, but why? <laughs> yeah. No, it's stupid. So stupid. Yeah. My brother's really good at that. Anytime he sees trash, he picks it up. I'm not as good as I should be, but he's... I he, try to do my best. You can't... I mean, you can't do everything. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not one of those people that are going to be going around picking up everything. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to... You know, if something's it happens to blow by me, like a plastic bag mm-hmm. or a cup or... Instead of stepping over it. Yeah. Why well, yeah. step over it? The trash can's five feet from me or 10 feet or yeah. maybe even 20 feet. Seriously. Throw it out. Big deal. Do if someone thing. sees that, that, that observation right there, like we had, I used to work at Bristol Myers Squibb uh, for like seven years. Okay. Um, but one of the biggest things there was see something, say something. Okay. Right. And that comes kind of along the same lines. If you see something like... Take action on it. At right. least not actually say something, but do something about it. Yeah, you know, um, and a small thing goes a long way mm-hmm. if someone does see it. So. Yeah, be the change you wish to see. Absolutely. Sure words. Yeah. Um, so you just had a competition in Buffalo. I did. I did. How'd it go? Pretty good, man. Uh, so we had five of our students run out there. Um, two adults, and then f- actually six total. Um, four kids, two adults. Okay. And. Um, Three of us took podium. All of us took third nice. place in our age division. So, congrats! Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I like when that happens. That's sick. Um, one of our kids has been really fighting to uh, to get on the podium itself. Okay, and it's a battle. Like these kids are freaking strong. I bet. Oh, it's <laughs> he, an athletic pursuit, just like anything else. He was holding first down for the whole comp. The last four runners, there was two males that were just they're strong. They're like top in the world. Yeah, they knocked him down to third. And he uh, was like so bummed, but <laughs> overall, like. He held it together. Good. He maintained. He, he was humble about it. He got a little sad, and that's okay. Yeah. But he shook it off, went out to redemption, had a good time, took home his trophy. Like, yeah. he, you know, he, he did good. I was very yeah. proud of him. It'll drive him to be better. Yeah, absolutely. And every week this kid comes in, man, he's so – he came from being sporadic and just uncontrollable and yeah. couldn't focus to – Helping me reset obstacles now, like oh, yeah? teaching other kids, coaching them, encouraging them along the side of me, like walking down. I don't even ask him to do it. Yeah. It's incredible. 
Well, so, maybe you I mean, inspired him to do I that. I did. I think I did. And I really, really appreciate that. Like, that's why I started this whole deal. That's incredible. For that to like happen in front of me, it just makes my heart melt. It makes me happy. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of setting obstacles and that, that kind of thing, like where do, where do all the ideas for obstacles come from? Like, you know, there's a mix of things out there. There's the show, you know, right. there's um, DGS, which is a um, equipment company. Okay. Uh, works with Drew Dreschel. I don't know if you've known him, but he's like the I real don't. life ninja. He is the okay. American Ninja Warrior. He won last season. He's the Conor McGregor of he's the He sport. won it, man. He won a million. He okay. made the rope climb. Um, the only other guy to do that was Isaac Caldero and uh, Jeff Britton, who's the original American Ninja Warrior who originally got up the rope climb. Okay. Only three people have done it in 12 really? seasons. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Did that in season seven. I started in season eight. Inspire the crap out of me. Now. Yeah, I'm like I can do that. Good. <laughs> now yeah. you're inspiring other people. Absolutely. That's huge. You got to keep it going. Yeah, that's cool. So, how does how does one even get on the show? It's a. It's I don't a, understand how. Like, how does it work? It's very political. Okay. Shocker. Um, like anything, right? Anything else. <laughs> also, it's your your presence. Obviously, they check your social media. They want to know really? what's going on with it. They want to know your business name if you have one. They want to know if your Instagram if you have one what you do, how you train. Um, mm. Big one is, though, your story. you got to have a story, which separates the sport to reality TV. So what mm. people see on TV, mm-hmm. right, is reality TV. Yeah. Okay, that's what it's based in. It's the category that Ninja Warrior is in. <laughs> okay. Like, Why is that in there, you know? Yeah. These people are athletes. Yeah. But it's a reality TV show. They base it on a story people have something you know physically wrong with them abnormalities or right. uh, cancer or a family member that passed away or some crazy thing that they they put in their submission video that got the rating to do a little extra they, attention they want, it. They want yeah. that attention that's what they're looking for interesting you know? and, um so it's again it's based on your your story it's based on your athletic ability um and not 100 percent like if it was based on athletic ability, I would have been on there. Instead. I was going to say, how do you feel about that? I, I, I'm humble about it. Yeah. Um, I, I hold my head high in hopes that I will get on the show someday. I've right. tested. I've been on six of their courses. I've got full course runs in three different cities. Okay. Um, like you completed the... So uh, I'm a course tester. Okay. Um, so there's testers and there's obviously competitors. If you don't get picked, there's a very small circle of people that I kind of reached out to in the, in the company, Adine, who runs the... the basically hires all the, the the people to go on to the show okay um they have a whole crew that goes to each city right and they go out and they say okay we need 100 people to come test these obstacles so we test them to make sure that they're not too easy or not too hard okay or if there's something wrong with it so we go through the course before anybody else does once mm. you do that you can't compete for that season right so that's what i've done since season eight okay um, i started in philly went to cleveland Went back to Philly, went to Vegas, went to Vegas again, Cincinnati, Seattle. Damn. I've been all over the place, That's man. sweet. Got full course runs in Philadelphia. Like, if I was on the show, I got to the fifth obstacle in like 50 seconds or so. Really? Like busted through it. It was great. Damn. Um, so if I ever do get that opportunity, I, I'm, I will be gracious for it. I will honor it with open arms and, and, and crush it and, and show them everything that they've been missing out on. Yeah. You know? And it, it's going to be a great day. And if I don't get it, that's what the National Ninja League is for. That's that competition that we just went to. Okay. That's the sport of Ninja Warrior. 
Oh, what Ninja is, you right? Know, what Ninja Warrior is. Yes, you see the real reality TV show and all the kids and all the parents and all the families out there, millions of people. They see that and they're like, they don't know the sport of Ninja Warrior. That's the business of Ninja Warrior. It sounds like shit. You you got it, man. <laughs> that is it. What we do outside of there, and what I train people in my gym, and what people train elsewhere in every other gym in the world. Yeah, in our Ninja Warrior gyms around the whole U.S. That is the sport. Right. That shows people, okay, we're putting in five days a week. Yeah. Four or five hours at a time or whatever it is. You mm-hmm. know, you can only come in twice a week and that's fine. Sure. You know, have a blast with it. Some people use it for fun, but that's the sport. Right. You know? And man, it gets frustrating at times, but also I know I, I, I use this as a learning tool again. Yeah. I don't have good patience. This mm-hmm. is my time to learn patience. Hey, there you go, man. <laughs> so. Hmm. So. Wow, that it seems like that kind of stinks that the show's not just a a level of you know based on athleticism alone. Like, and of course, I mean, well, it seems like if I had to guess, the problem is they need the ratings to be able to get the funding to keep the show going. For so sure. in order to get the ratings, they need to have the story with the cancer or whatever, even if it's not the best athlete in the world, like it's going to get more attention. And and now that you are telling me this, it sounds it's it's reminding me of watching the show and before everyone runs they go through like the little video clips of their backstory and all this stuff and that's, that's what they do yeah I, I have good friends on there man like one of my good yeah. friends anthony early he's uh had a great story but he's a freaking stellar athlete this yeah he's a track star he can jump he can flip he flies through the air he's very confident yeah and he he had everything like and they picked him and he went right. to vegas and you know like that's okay he he earned that and he deserved it and yeah. i'm so proud and happy to to run alongside of that guy yeah you know and then there's other people that maybe shouldn't be on the show right they had a killer story they got on and that's that's you know i i find yeah. that kind of that disheartening for people that are training so hard mm-hmm. to get on there yeah you know and I tried, like I said, it, it, and again, t- take this with all open arms. Yeah, yeah, it's, of course. Like I said, reality TV and sport, you have to kind of differentiate the two. Mm-hmm. And know that, okay, if I don't get picked, don't take it to heart. Yeah. Know that you are an athlete. Know that you train hard and, and, and you're proud and strong. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 yeah. it's hard to suck it up at the end of the day. Yeah. I've had five seasons of this, man. At the end. It's <laughs> like, but at the same time, yeah. you must feel like knowing that, all of that, you must feel like, all right on some level like i don't need these people like i'm doing my thing yeah. i'm i'm in the actual ninja league and and that's that's more the uh competency of the sport based um comp like just competition it's i guess like, it's the sport yeah, yeah. I mean... it, in, in knowing that like okay it, it would make me think like all right well i guess if i get on the show because they decide they like my story or whatever like i already know i'm good enough to be on it i've tested the course like sure. all this stuff and I would guess probably other people who test the course probably feel similarly. I have, there's, I'm not the only one here, man. I can tell you <laughs> that right now. I, I know like all these guys pretty much on a personal level. Yeah. Um, throughout the whole United States, like, mm-hmm. from Connecticut all the way over to Sam San, who is one of the OG guys that's been doing this a long time. Like I really, really know them like, yeah. and I understand it now. And like, it's just, there's a lot of us out there, man. We're, we're a very, we're, I shouldn't say there's a lot of us. It's just a very, we're all very tight. Right. You know, we compete against each other, but we're also very, we have yeah. that camaraderie. Like we're, we're always there for each other. We back each other. We give each other ideas. And you asked where the obstacles come earlier. 
we bounce each other's ideas off often and you'll see like one gym will create something another gym will be like hey i want to make a variation of that and ah, you'll see another yeah, version yeah, yeah. of it so it kind of just we stem off of each other and it, and it really helps build the community so ah, that's cool yeah it i'm it makes sense it's uh well because you're not going against these people you're going against the clock against the obstacle it's you on the obstacle course. yeah i tell that to, uh, and we, we've had an issue in class with this but uh some kids get very competitive of course and that's okay it's yeah. sports and that's what it is naturally but you have to remember like regardless of your time you're trying to clear that course that's your finisher that's your competitor mm-hmm. that course is your competitor not that person that's running behind you yeah. he's on your team mm-hmm. you know and i think it also builds a really good character yes um for these kids for kids that don't have that type of you know poise mm-hmm. um it gives them something it's a niche training and it also gives them just that little peace of mind like okay i i, I have to wait i i'm not going against this person okay yeah. and it just it, it takes that factor out of it right it's great it goes back to that metaphor for life type oh, it's of beautiful. mentality it really is it's important I, every, I feel like everyone needs to have something like that growing up that's why they, you know they say uh you know if you're you're busy you stay out of trouble or, or whatever oh, i forget what the saying is I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but like, you know, if when you have you, idle time, you you're going to get in trouble. For sure. <laughs> when you're not, you're, when you're just sitting there like, mm, what can I do? Yeah. You can probably find yourself getting in trouble. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine. So how does the actual Ninja League, the it, it's the Ninja League? Uh, National Ninja League. National Ninja called, League. Yeah. How does that whole thing work? Like, So seasons start, they have a rec league okay. um, for people that aren't up to speed with the competitive side of it. It kind of gets them... Um, up to speed to go into the National Ninja League. It's okay. it's still National Ninja League. It's just recreational. Right. Um, the National Ninja League is the you get points per top ten. So you get ten points if you come in first. Nine. It goes all the way down. To, right. Till ten, then you don't get any points after that. Okay. Um, but you duke it out, man. Like all the way through the season. That's cool. And you come across these athletes. Like I ran in Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Zoo in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. And uh, that must have been fun. Oh yeah. Is it outdoors? No, it's indoors. Okay. Yeah, it's at the Brooklyn Zoo. It's a it's a, a very infamous parkour and uh, Ninja Warrior gym. Oh, all right, all yeah, right. It's freaking awesome there, man. It's huge. I'll have to check it out just oh, to be a sick. spectator. Yeah. <laughs> but like going there, I was racing against one of the top people from the show, and like I told him, uh, I went like this to him, meaning I'm gonna move on this course. And he took that, he goes, and just looks at me and smiles. And I did the same thing. So, like, just like that there, yeah. that, like, gave him that energy. Like, we, we worked off of each other yeah. to push harder, to go faster. 100%. You know, and he ended up beating me by, like, five seconds. And it, yeah. it didn't matter. We both had smiles. We of both course. came up, slapped hands. We stood on the podium together. Like, we were so happy. Yeah. You can't get that anywhere else. No. You cannot get that in football. You're not going to see... Those guys are fighting over each other, mm-hmm. like yelling. Parents at football games, youth games, like CYO <laughs> games. Like, that I, stuff I don't even get is hilarious. Dude, they are crazy. Hilarious. Crazy. My son should be playing this. You can't do that in Ninja Warrior. That ain't happening. <laughs> no. These parents are just as humble as we are, and they appreciate it, and they know it, and they see it. Until you've actually been to a competition, yeah, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. This is real. Like. Somebody's not just talking about it. Like, wow, these parents are really cheering on that other kid that's running. You don't see that anywhere else. No, it because it's not (laughs) it's not their kid that's losing to you know the other kid they're cheering for. It's not it's not their ego that's taking the hit, right? right? Like, 
it's so funny to me. I mean, I grew up playing team sports. I played hockey. Same. I played football and whatever. And, um, you know, you, you see the best of parents in those kinds of settings. Oh, my gosh. That stuff is hilarious. But it's it's kind of sad in a way. But it's funny how anything like uh, running or powerlifting or anything where it's you against the thing and not you against somebody else. It's just a like you, ball you, game. Yeah, you have way more way more of that camaraderie. Yeah. And I, I would I would think that I mean just I grew up playing a lot of hockey and I took a lot of life lessons from playing hockey. Oh yeah. Like I I saw a lot of that crap. And you know, not only from parents but kids on my team from coaches and I would definitely say there's a value there, but there's a different aspect of it for sure when you're not going directly against somebody else like that. Yeah, that's incredible, man. Yeah. I, I'm so proud to be a part of it and, and just keep boosting it and building it. Yeah. I'm not going to stop until my knees give out. Good, <laughs> man. Until they don't move anymore. You're not, you're not just dreaming of retirement? <laughs> no way. Not a chance. I'm creating my retirement right now. Exactly. Um, you know, hopefully I have a business to hand over to my kids and they can run it and yeah. keep working it. Um, because I guarantee, man, we'll have our gym before that TV show runs out on TV. Oh, yeah. I guarantee that. I'm, I'm, I believe you. I mean, the, the, the community is huge and that's what fuels people to keep doing it. It's not because they're watching it on TV and yeah. like, oh, I'm doing this in my backyard. Yeah. It's cool that people do that, but that's not going to keep it going. No. You know, what we're doing, all these gyms, that's what's keeping it rocking. It's the culture. Absolutely. Not just a show. If anything, they should be giving us more props. They should be acknowledging us for our accomplishments and, and thanking us. Not thanking us, but like we're fueling them like for people to be so interested in them. Why do well, you think they've come up for the awards for each each season? Like, well, what they're doing is uh, just throwing that trash out their window and not even thinking about it. They're just killing themselves. They don't yeah. realize it. Like anytime you're you're just you're going just for the story and not for the longevity of the thing, and you just you want the ratings and the story and the yeah. money and like it's it's just a quick path to nowhere. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if you saw National Ninja League. In, in the next, I don't know enough about it to say, but sure. create a show or some kind of public, public like you know the PGA tour is on on television. Like, there's a lot of other sports that are you know one off on was it like ESPN three that shows yeah. a lot of different type things like sure. handball, yep, and, yep. like all this different stuff. I bet you that with all <laughs> with all this steam that this sport has, I bet you National Ninja League will have a show that overtakes Ninja Warrior. I would love to see that, man. That would make me so happy. What, I like. Doesn't it make sense to you though? Like just based on the fact that it's a competency thing and not a yeah. like let's just sell this story kind of thing. Yeah. Not that I, like you can't. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people out there that would uh, love to be sitting in this seat right now talking about it. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and they might be too shy or scared to say what they feel, but I'm one to say how I feel. And I think that's a good chance of what's going to happen. You have to say how you feel. It's and a sport. It's, you can't treat it like a, a, a joke. Like it, it means more to me. Like, you know, if, if, I wear my heart on my sleeve with this stuff, man. No, and, as and you should, because you like, believe in it, and that's important. I'm 100% into it, like vested, and I'm not going to die. It's just not going to go away for me. Um, it should be in the Olympics, personally, I think. I mean, we're doing stuff that yeah. 80% of the world can't do. Yeah. Or if you know they were given the chance to, we'd be up there doing it. Yeah. You know, just because the Romans didn't have it back in the day doesn't mean you can't add it now. Absolutely. We need to add it. There's some stuff in the Olympics, let's face it, that doesn't 
probably belong in there. And I don't, I'm not going to go ahead and throw anything out there. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, if you looked at the categories and if you went to go mm-hmm. see all the Olympic stuff in there, I'm sure there'd be a few that we could weed out. Yeah. And I'm sure we could put one more athletic thing in there being Ninja Warrior. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why not. It's working its way there. Um, I know a few things that are brewing um, outside the National Ninja League. I know that the ultimate... So there's another association. It's called the UNAA. Um, it's another league. Okay. But they are trying to implement it and get it into the World OCR, which is in the Olympics. Okay. Um, and it's on its way. They've been talking about it. And I just wish National Ninja League would take the, the upper hand on that and go for it. Like, yeah. Because I feel like their rules, their regulations, their, their insight, they have everything in a row. It's so good. Right. They really need to get it out there. And, and whoever they need to sell it to, like, get it to them because it needs to get going. The ball needs to get rolling. Yeah. People are wor- not worried about it, but they want it. Like, they're hungry for it. Um, and there's tons of people that would come watch. Like, our finals are oh, yeah. two weeks, man, in, in North Carolina oh, yeah? the National Ninja League. Now, this is the biggest event that's going down like this is huge we're talking 500 kids in each age group damn um, seven age groups there's 3500 athletes wow from age six all the way up to masters which is 40 plus and this is in the the coliseum in greensboro it's in a stadium this oh, year shit. i mean it's huge interesting yeah the spectator tickets are 35 bucks it's in two weeks them. yeah it's, it's in greensboro we're driving down our whole team okay i mean and this is for all the gyms there are people flying in from this is a world finals like this is this is the, the third year that they've had world finals um we have germany coming we have australia really? Asia, uh brazil we have uh god what is the other one they just did starts with a b oh, i can't think of it Barbados. Barbados. Yes, yes, they'll be there as well. Okay. So, I mean, there, there's... That's wild. Athletes from all over the world are going to be there. It's sick. It's on an international level. That is sick. Uh, I didn't realize it was that big. It's big, man. Like, I mean, I know the show is big, but I didn't realize the... the biggest year. That's incredible. Last year was uh, was in Hartford, Connecticut. They hosted it in the uh, convention center there. Um, the year before that, it was in Atlanta, Georgia. The year before that, it was held in uh, New Jersey. It's kind of just every year quadrupled in size. Yeah. And I, you know, next year, probably bigger. I was going to say, I bet it'll continue. Yeah. Because, I mean, the show is still out there so much. Yeah. And I feel like it. that's the reason I found out about uh, that, you know, uh, sport, really. And uh, I don't... Uh, I don't. I don't think I would have known about it otherwise. Like I, for sure. I. I mean, I'm over at Camillus, but I didn't know about your gym in Liverpool. And like, I. Uh, and it's something that's really cool. Like you're saying, everyone likes to watch Wipeout. Everyone likes to watch Ninja Warrior. Like, it's almost like Ninja Warrior, the show. Even though that's not the long term of the sport, sure. is still selling the idea of the sport to it a lot is. of people and getting people in your gym. Like, it's we're, not we're, only we're a lot happy of happy about it. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> but sure. The same token in our heads as athletes. It's not the long term. It's not the long term. You know, and that's where we come to that happy, humble yeah. kind of meeting. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, okay, we'll play nice. We'll deal with this but for we're now. also going to keep building this <laughs> for you. Like, Of course. I'm, there's no reason for me not to, to down talk them. I have nothing negative to say about them. It's just yeah. what they choose, how they choose to portray their brand. Right. You know, and that is their brand. Like, that's okay. Yeah. But what my brand is, is what we got. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't see that show lasting. Just, just for those reasons alone. Like, yeah. because... I mean, can you imagine if there was a, a PGA tour that was, you know, allowed golfers in based on their story 
and like and if they they could golf but they had to have the story true like what what do you or how do you think sport, that like, exactly like how would that do against the actual pga uh, eh, i don't well. know <laughs> like there's something about raw competition that is just way more i don't know attractive valuable like i it's it, it brings out it brings out the best of people this season people are going to be a little um distraught i'll tell you that yeah i'll tell you why please do um half the regions are cut Summer Olympics are on NBC. That takes precedence over whatever, which means cutting into Ninja Warriors time. Mm. So casting is going on right now. They're calling out calls for Los uh, Los Angeles Universal. It's, okay. It always starts there. Just the fact that it's casting and not competing yeah, to get in get is casting. crazy. It's casting. <laughs> You're casting for a part. It's, it's what it is. What is this, an actor's role? Like, it's what it is. I'm man. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you, you off. No, it's cool. I mean, <laughs> when you're filling out the application, it's literally like you're, you're applying for a movie. Like, I do small A&D casting stuff around here for the movies that film around here. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, my girlfriend, she does it more than I do. I have yet to be picked. I'm, like, dying over here to get on. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, like, th- that type of thing. Like, your, your height, your eye color. Like, they want to know everything. Yeah. Your pant size. Your, your, right. What's your favorite thing to do on sunday like they want to know everything it's the same kind of application but um yeah it's just weird how they do it man just stinks yeah it, it's but, not it's not the long term no all you got to do is focus on the ninja, national I'm ninja league on our and, students the community building the program building building the community within everyone so they know it they're aware of it they yeah. understand it and, and just getting it out there that's what matters day. in the long term yeah. it's so much more powerful Yep. Interesting. So you mentioned uh, what was it, the UNAA? Yes. So uh, that uh, so yeah, we'll go back to that. That's the uh, Ultimate Ninja Athlete Association. Okay. This kind of came a uh, year after National Ninja League, or I, I'm not quite sure on it. I know it came after or around the same time. Okay. Um, it's a little different rules and regulations. Hmm. So with National Ninja League, it's the furthest, fastest. You fall, you're out. Okay. Basically, if on the show, it's the same thing. You fall in the water, you're out. Right. They kept it that same guideline with National Ninja League. UNAA, you get a mulligan. Mm. point based you get points for each obstacle interesting and gather points as you go so you could fail the first obstacle and clear the rest of them and still win the competition huh where in National Ninja League sorry you fell you're out yeah and I, I, but I like that because it's I don't know it's true to what was originally made and that's how Suski is like if you uh, look look that up yeah like they're very technical on the obstacles. Like you have to hit each piece. Drew Dreschel got DQ'd because he skipped one of the blocks and didn't touch his foot on one of them. Ah. He was making an extra move. Shouldn't be DQ'd for it, but that's their rules. Right. Like they're very strict with the rules. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that though. Like yeah. Use the obstacle as that's intended. Of course. You know, some people skip stuff, and I, it happened this weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People find little glitches where you can like. Instead of swinging here to there to there, let's swing right to here to here. Right. And cut all that time and all that energy and save all of that. Mm-hmm. So. You, so that's what I was thinking when you mentioned the UNAA. Like, yeah. if you, if you, if for whatever reason, uh, you know, the first obstacle was your your worst one, you could like really just you say, "Screw it, I'm not, I'm not even going to waste my energy trying, and I'm going to save my energy for the things I can actually do because yeah. that's going to get me the best score." Right. That that seems a little disingenuous. Yeah, I don't really like it that much. Um, typically the first obstacle is usually like pretty easy anyway. It's yeah. not meant to take you out. It's just meant to warm you up and get you going. Right. You know, get the heart rate going, get the cardio working. Yeah. 
blood flowing. Yeah. Obstacle two, kind of test your balance a little bit, maybe agility. Three, some kind of swinging or I, I build courses all the time, so I, I like I like switching it up and I like yeah. hitting every single piece of the body. Like right. from doing a, a plank walk across a wall, the body prop to coming down right into a, you know, into, into a swinging obstacle, into a balance obstacle. And like those three moves right there, going into a balance after you've done those two things, breathing heavy, like trying to control your balance. And it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. But that's what they do. That's like what we, how we set it up. And that's how I train my kids. So they're prepared for that. That makes sense. Cause that's like the entire course is more of a unit versus the UNAA. It sounds like it's more of just looking at individual obstacles and can you do this thing? Like yeah. not in a vacuum, but it, more or less like it's more about the individual there, thing yeah there's a lot of leagues hmm. out there um UNA interesting and, uh, national ninja league nnl which is that's what I just yeah i don't know okay not, uh, those are the two big ones okay there's awg which is athlete warrior games um run by uh, one of the ninjas tyler yamaguchi okay um there's fina which just started there's there's another there's one or two more that I don't know the names on, but I know huh. there's a, like a couple other smaller leagues that you yeah. try to start. And it's like, those are going to fizzle out. I, yeah. You know, I don't know if they're going to make it and that's okay. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still, they're doing it. They're doing their thing. Yeah. They're trying to build it. And that's of course. fine. But the professionalism is going to come from these two guys, the uh, UNA and uh, NNL. Right. They're really pushing really hard. So, yeah. Well, I mean, this, it, it's, if they if they've got it figured out, like the only reason one of those other smaller ones would work or would gain steam is if there was some gaping hole in NNL right. that they that necessitated the birth of something yes, else. Yes, kind of like the show, right? For like, sure. <laughs> dude, like you saying it, like National Ninja League might be its own show. There's a great chance that that might happen, man. I'd be shocked if it doesn't at yeah. some point, just because the I feel like. For the same reason, like I said, the PGA thing. Like I, I just think the raw competitive uh, element to it is just the most important thing. And as soon as you you make that not the focus, you're you're sacrificing your your product. You're 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 short selling. You know, I, I don't know. Um, it, that just seems like what makes sense to me. But so, how many athletes are in NNL? Can I look at my phone? Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. <laughs> no, you get detention if you're on your phone. <laughs> oh, no. So let's see. Let's go to National Ninja here. Look at that. First thing that pulls up. That's a dope shirt, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. What does that say? Uh, oh, Syracuse Ninja Bears. Syracuse Ninja Bears. It's one of our students' moms made it for us. It's the. Uh, it's got be be proud, be fierce, be ninja on the back. Ooh, I like that. It's our it's our slogan slash motto. Uh, so let's see. The line is unreal. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our, that's the the be proud, be fierce part, you know. I like it. Lions are loyal, filled with pride. All right, let's see where are we um, standings. I'm a happy man today, man. I'm in. I'm, I'm ranked nineteenth out of like, and this is the number I'm trying to get for you right now. I think there's. That's insane. It's pretty sick, man. I, I've worked so hard to get there. And this, that you're nineteenth in the world. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I, I like it. This is the list right here. So these are the top. I'm tied for 19th right there. That is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, these are all guys that were on the show Najee Richardson, Joe Morowski, David Wright, Danico, Joe Capo, really? Meisner, Hall, Dylan, 
Chase, Judas, like I told you, that guy, okay. he's number one. Like, and I came in second. You know, we, we battle it out. These guys, yeah. like, any given time, anybody can go down on anything. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, so let's let's see here how many people are actually. And this is just males. So this is, I mean, just out of out of out of all the males, these are I think there's five hundred. Let's say like oh wow, five hundred males. That's a lot. And then the female, same thing. There's I think there's like four hundred and thirty females. Now, how does one get on that list? Like, cause I mean this that's. It's essentially like uh, the professional league, right? right? I mean, like it's the PGA of the sport. It is definitely. I so, hundred percent agree. How how does somebody get on? Is the tour or what would you call it? You, you <laughs> PGA can, it's tour. You, you, can, <laughs> you can literally sign yourself up. Okay. Anybody can do it. Yeah. It's a matter of getting through it. Is the next point. Like it's it's very they're they're challenging courses. Right. You know, and they set it up that way. Um, the rules are 10 to 20 obstacles in a course. can't have any less than 10. Okay. Um, you have to have two balance obstacles. Everything else can be swinging, jumping, linking, any kind of those obstacles. Okay. Um, but yeah, anybody can sign up. Interesting. You, you pay the fee and you travel to wherever they are. The qualifiers come out in the beginning of the year. They usually start around August. Okay. The first one usually gets done internationally. They do a huge Barbados throwdown, hmm. which it's kind of like a getaway. Yeah. It's in May. It's really cool. That sounds um, sick. The, the finals are actually giving away the one for this year. If you win, you get an all-expense-paid trip to go there. Ooh. Um, like, full-on everything. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I'm trying to... I'm t- I mean, I want a little piece of that. So yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> nice little getaway in May. And then uh, Barbados, I've never been there. But that, like, kicks it off. It's a really cool international event. Um, they do it outdoors. It's a really, really cool course. It's all, like, wood and, like, oh, sand. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's cool. Uh, you probably got to train for that a little differently than I. Or... Uh, it's not that bad. No, honestly, you know, the the uh, the American uh, we we train hard, man. Yeah, I, I have to say our our the skill set is the hardest here. Right behind us, Australia is like neck and neck with oh, us. Oh really? Yeah, oh. Germany in third, Brazil coming right behind. Okay. Um, yeah, they all kind of fall in line after that. Interesting. Yeah. So you have to go to one of these qualifying events and do so well. You have to come in top three. Top three. And then you get on that. And then you qualify for the finals that we're going to in two weeks. Okay. So if if the top three are already qualified, it bumps down to the next three will qualify. Huh. So not everybody on the list is going to the... Okay. Maybe like the top 300, 250. Okay. Um, and some people squeaked in there and qualified. You can qualify through RNL, which right. is the Rec Ninja League. Okay. For NNL, um, and I don't know the rules on those because I've never ran it before. But they allow like the finals and X amount of people qualify for, which is kind of weird. But I mean, they worked really hard through that whole season. I think they give like five different spots, so, like the most points or something, huh. to qualify them for the National Ninja League finals. Right. Uh, kind of like the. <laughs> I don't want to kind of like a, call them losers, but like the loser bracket of it, like you can still get in. It's still the, it's it's a beginner's yeah you know starting platform for ninja right um, that kind of helps people get into it yeah that don't understand it or want to get more involved in. And the courses are easier okay you know um, yeah I didn't mean to undermine I'm just <laughs> making analogies here all of it, <laughs> it happens man. so yeah it's just a very uh, a basic run through um, 
the holds are gymnastic rings versus like a five inch beast ball that you bang. You yeah. Know? So, you know what I mean? Just yeah. a lot easier. So yeah, some of those things look insane. <laughs> we got some pretty cool holds in our gym, man. Yeah, and like uh, I don't know, just just watch looking at your Instagram is like holy shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot more flipping and tricking and stuff. Yeah. That's my thing. Um my heart is with Ninja Warrior, no doubt. I love obstacle training. I love, you know, course design and, and challenging kids, but my heart and my training, I like challenging myself with things that push the limit with me. Like After. a very small percentage of people do flipping and, and tricking off walls right. and like different stuff that really pushes your body. Right. Um, obstacles do that, but only to a certain extent. Like I feel like I plateaued a little bit sometimes okay. and until I get around these crazies when I go to like yeah. the finals and then I'm like, all right, I'm back in it now. Let's yeah. Go. But parkour and free running does that for me. Okay. Like I do a lot of that outside, man. Once the weather oh, yeah? breaks, oh my God, the world is your playground. Yeah. Like, look at, look at all the variations and height differentials and like different things you can jump off of and flip off of and move. And you know, that's why we practice inside a safe place. So when I go outside, I know exactly how my feet are going to feel, where I land, how I step. Yep. It all makes sense. And people are like, you're risking your life. No, I'm not. I train really hard to be able to stomp that and land in front of you and say, take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without risking my life. Exactly. That's why snowboarders do jumps off those huge things into foam pits, like in pools. You're it's learning. the same thing. You're learning. Like, can you imagine if you were just trying shit like just talk it. just it's like okay hey, I'll meet you at the hospital. <laughs> I mean that was me back in the day before there was no before there was Ninja Warrior. It was yeah just me swinging through ropes on trees and building tree forts and swinging literally from branch to branch. What they call now a lache. Okay, like you know we've been doing this stuff for years. Man. Yeah, yeah. Now it's uh, implemented in our TV show and training and a sport and. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It was my calling a long time ago, and I'm thankful for it. It's wicked cool. Yeah. It's just, as somebody who, I don't know, is, I don't know, just, just thinking about muscle-ups, like you were talking about earlier, I just have such an appreciation for being able to control your body in such a way that's so profound, like so, I don't know, profound. Um, and, and, and like, I don't know, I have, I have some friends who, I have one friend in particular who I played hockey with in college and just, I played club hockey at Oswego oh, nice. and uh, he was a super athlete. Like he was best kid on the team by far. Like he was, he borderline could have been on the D3 team. Sick. He's, he's very good. And he's very into like parkour and doing cliff jumping and like just doing, he does like, he'll, he'll run off the side of a cliff and then like do a backflip off a wall, like as a cliff jump, like oh, yeah, he does, he does a bunch of different stuff like That's that. Cool, he's, man. he's very much a thrill seeker. Uh, and he's, he's just a super athlete. That's so cool. it's just, like, I appreciate man, that stuff, man. it's Not so cool. can do it, but it's, it's one of those things that just happens and you're just like, wow, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. It's like somebody, I saw somewhere that parkour, somebody described it as like efficiency of movement. Yeah, that's what it is. I it's, thought that was beautifully put. I think that's literally the definition of parkour and free running is the, oh, is it? the most efficient way from point A to point B. Oh, okay. Um, that's probably why I saw that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's it, or the most versatile and quick way to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Right? So that you could run through it fast or you could do it in a very stylish, unique way. True. Um, flashy, per se, but you can add a bunch of little things. Parkour is technical but there's a lot of little small tricks that look cool that are pretty easy yeah yeah 
that make it look like, whoa, that's awesome. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> You're the magician. Just, yeah, it's just, yeah it is. some of it is. Some of it. Now, don't get me wrong. It's, yeah, no, I'm, No doubt course. in my mind is very hard. But there's some things like, you know, just like a flash kick or like a, a, a side vault with like a little leg shimmy that just makes like, it just look a little bit better. Yeah. Know? It's just a little bit flashy. Yeah. I th- something comes to mind, uh, and this is totally uh, off topic, irrelevant. Well, not irrelevant, but uh, I somebody I saw somewhere somebody explained that when you see drummers, like professional drummers, like twirling the drumstick in their hand, they really just have it in between two fingers, and yeah. they're like just rolling it around. It's just this. <laughs> it's not That's all it is. <laughs> it's like, like oh my god, how are they doing that with their fingers? Like, oh, they're just twirling it. <laughs> But they're doing it so, like it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. But if you practice yeah. it, you can get it down. Yeah, I've done it before, but not very well. Yeah, it, you can feel it when it starts going. You're like, whoa, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, where do you see the future of the sport going? Olympics, man. I want to see it in the Olympics. We shouldn't yeah. be worrying about Ninja Warrior blocking time off and shortening our regions. We should be status quo on there. Like, we need to be represented as athletes in a sport. Yeah. Plain and simple, man. How do, so? I would put it any way I can get it out there. I would preach it to the high heavens, man. Anybody, like, get it out there. Spread yeah. the word. This is the bee's knees. <laughs> it is a it is a sweet sport. I don't I think it. it gets the credit it deserves. It doesn't. Is man. it on? Is it on ESPN and stuff? No, not at all. Not at all. Like they have so many like uh, have obscure sports on ESPN so now. I'm surprised they wouldn't. I feel like it's a matter of time. I think we just need to keep pushing the envelope. Yeah. We just got to keep pushing it to them. I don't know who that is or who or what it is, but we really do need to try to get it to them. I mean, the more times you talk about it on a podcast, the more kids you get involved in your gym, like the more you on the ground floor, the more you, you just need to build the infrastructure, it. like it'll happen. Like it's just a matter of time at that point. I hope so. It's hope like, you know, if you go to the gym and you want to do a muscle up and you keep training, like eventually you're going to get it's it, gonna you happen. know? It's just about putting in the work. It was funny, man. When I got my first muscle up, I did one, then I did another one, and I did another one. And I'm like, man, I'm tired. I'm going to try another one. I got another one. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Then I just kind of rested, and I was shot the whole next, like, two days. I bet. <laughs> I bet, man. Well, because once you get the technique down and the feel of it, I imagine it's a little bit Definitely. easier. And you, you work the strictness in, you know, as you come. But, like, yeah. alleviating the weight a bit, bringing the knees up helps. Yeah. But the bands are can't talk enough about them they they got me everything i got a strong front lever because of it yeah back lever same thing one arm front lever like I, one arm i'm working Damn. right now i'm working on so that list i told you about yeah I, i'm working on full planche i don't know if you know what a planche is i i do so uh you, the, you have the bars right uh, you can do it flat ground or on a, on a pair on parallettes or okay bars um and you lean forward so you're at an angled you know your hands are out to the side like yeah this, where you're grabbing the bar you're at an angled position over the top of your shoulders and your legs are straight out. Parallel your to the ground, right? Feet and every, your body's straight out like this. That's nuts. It's crazy, dude. And I can get a really good tucked planche for almost 15 seconds. Okay. And just sit there like and hang out. Um, just matter getting the legs out then. It's the legs out. when It's it's a lot of hip um, flexion. It's uh, also hip flexor strength. Okay. Um, and the, the mobility in the hips. It's just Interesting. a lot. I'm still not there. So what do you do as far as everything you do? Like, obviously you run courses and stuff. Do you do any, uh, like cross training type stuff? Like, do you do any lifting or like mostly just calisthenics and parkour? All calisthenics and, uh, tricking and free running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's it. Interesting. And what about like diet? 
diet. Anything I, anything crazy going on with your diet? So my metabolism has always been wild. I just burn it so fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I eat a lot. Yeah. Um, I do very much so pay attention to what I eat. Okay. Um, don't get me wrong. I eat junk food. Yeah. I'll be the first. To you're not. You're not perfect. You're telling I'm me. Not perfect. No oh. one is, man. You eat whatever. <laughs> I eat jalapeno cheddar, uh, Cheetos. I eat. You know, mm. there's stuff that is, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Everybody's gonna have those cheat days. Of course. The Rock has the cheat days. He, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. I don't, but I love that dude. I follow him. He his cheat days are phenomenal. He'll <laughs> be like, "All right, I got five chocolate chip cookies," and we're talking. We're not talking about a little chocolate chip cookie. You've seen him. I'm sure. Yeah. When five you're cookies like this. When you're a beast of a man like that. Twelve sushi bowls. <laughs> like, dude, the guy eats. Ooh. I do the same thing. I pound. Like, I went last night after the comp four monstrous uh bows i had chinese nice I got a plate of chicken with dried red pepper i got uh steamed and fried dumplings yeah i carved up hold the shebang I, baby yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> you know the body needs it um proper food fat protein carbohydrates those yeah yeah things um and and dispersing them properly you know some people just go hard on carbs and don't yeah, really yeah. Do anything else and that's why you don't see a result and then out and then they wonder why yeah that's why gotcha you know our body needs everything yeah uh, it's it's so interesting the whole nutrition thing is really interesting to me especially when it pertains to like athletes and training and stuff um just because there's so many schools of thought around it and there's like you know so many nutritionist uh phds that that say you know uh, you should be vegan and so many that are like i mean there's people now saying you should only eat meat like yeah, so. it's it's so crazy and the the crazy thing about it is you know you see anecdotes where they work out like humans are so biodiverse that uh, it, it's so it's interesting incredible. you can be a, a healthy vegan and you can also be a really crappy vegan yeah and you can eat like crap dude, let's <laughs> jalapeno cheetos are vegan straight up <laughs> let's go there let's go there let's talk about oreos yeah you know let's, yeah. let's live on oreos and cheetos and pepsi and call saving the planet man yeah. <laughs> like, not gonna do okay, good for your diet yeah, no. they might not be the health conscious or athlete people but they're vegan yeah um vegan food is often just compiled it's it's packed in with stuff that's just not yeah good for you right you know and it's it's vegan I have nothing against it, but you can do it the right way and you can do it healthy. For sure. You can sure. eat raw vegetables. You can eat yeah. uh, fresh, cooked, steamed vegetables and um, rice and these other type of yeah. things that produce, you know. God, what's the other one there that's huge for vegans? Uh, sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. Those are really good. I, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to be a vegan to like those. Oh, I love sweet potatoes. Dude, they're amazing. They're fantastic. Like, oh, so sweet good. potato fries are my favorite. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, that oil though. The oil is no good. You know, the oil at is least no not good. at the restaurant. You got to bake those things. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Typically do. I, I usually bake off. Like I said, I think I told you I like to cook, but I, I usually cook a lot of meals pre-cook at home. Yeah. Um, so I, I have three kids, so I like to be prepared. We usually do of course. a steak, protein, a fish kind of protein, and a chicken. Yeah. And then one night we'll do like maybe like Mexican or. Yeah, yeah. Like taco bowls. We love avocado. Everybody loves them. Oh, delicious. I just got some today. It's the, uh, the best food out there. It's They're the whole fantastic. Food. It has everything you need. Yeah. It really does. They're wonderful. I can live off those and eggs. I know. <laughs> seriously. I literally had avocado and eggs before you got here. There Not kidding. Go. Yeah. It's the stuff. It's funny. I was, uh, my fiance and I were both vegan for six months. And the first three months was phenomenal. Like, felt really good. Um, I felt 
like my energy levels didn't wane at all. Like I felt completely good. I felt vibrant and fr- I did feel fresh. And then months four through six, not so good. Uh, I think, I think uh, I got really thin. Like I think it just, it was just taking a toll on me not having enough protein in my diet. What did you eat for your protein base? A lot of nuts. Yeah. Um, Slow burning fat. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I have a allergy to peas and Ooh. legumes and like, which stinks. Lenny's and Larry's cookies yeah. are all pea protein. Like yeah. a lot of the vegan proteins and stuff are are pea based. Yeah. So I I couldn't really eat any of that. That's and bummer, but I mean we were eating a lot of lentil. Or? Yeah, Lentil's all those really good protein too. All those. Well, it's a legume, so oh, it's that's right. no bueno. Sorry. Uh, no, you. <laughs> how dare you? I'm so <laughs> offended. I'm so offended over here. You can't eat those. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, like peanut butter is the worst one. Oh no, peanut butter—it's tragic. I still have it now and again, just like a little bit. Because peas and lentils make my throat swell up. Yeah, so that's like bad territory. <laughs> Peanuts—I get like a little bit of like eczema on my arms or something like that, or like around my lips. It's tolerable. Like my gut still that doesn't like it. Man. Like I can—I can feel For when I have sure. protein in my gut, like something's not wrong. But almond butter is fantastic, so nice. it's okay. Um. Yeah, I've got weird allergies, but but yeah, I, months four through six, I was just starting to get. I was feeling really low energy, really worn down. Like I think just lack of protein. Um, you know, I was taking B twelve. I was taking uh, fish oil. Yep. No, I wasn't taking fish oil because you get your uh, omega threes from like uh, Sand, flax fish and, and flax. Well, yeah. not when you're vegan. But. Not when you're vegan. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> What was the other thing I was supplementing with? They they say you're supposed to supplement with when you're vegan. B12 is the big one, and there's one other one. I can't remember what it is, but I thought I was doing it right, but I was still I just, I don't I don't think my body's good for it. Like so now I just eat like real food. Like that's pretty much my bar. Like I eat a lot of a lot of red meat, but it's all like I go to the regional market nice. with my fiance every every stuff. Saturday and get uh, meat from Finger Lakes Farms. It's like grass fed. I shot a deer this year. So, cool, yeah, so I got a lot of venison to eat, Very which good. is like, you know, about as from the source as you can get. <laughs> Pretty much right from there, dragging it in. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally dragged it and butchered it myself. Did that was you, oh, quite an you? experience, yeah. Wow. My dad's been doing it since he was 18, That's so it's about time for me to learn. I honestly have had that on my list. I'm just scared to, to take a life. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know if I could do that part of it. It was, it's, uh, it's not the most enjoyable part of it i will say it's like it's uh it's it is it is like (laughs) the way you're about i'm about to pull the trigger and like your heart is pumping and like you definitely have a lot of adrenaline going and it's because like you're you're taking a life yeah it's but at the same time like in the back of my mind, the logical, like non-emotional in that moment, part of me knows that the food chain is, is a thing and, uh, and I can respect that. And it's just, uh, it doesn't make it any more pleasurable in the moment. Though, if you I know? was in fight or flight mode, survivor mode, yeah, no doubt I'd take that thing down. Yeah. In the blank of an eye. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah. So, I, I killed a squirrel one time with a BB gun and I felt bad. Yeah. Because he was eating trash. Like, <laughs> probably shouldn't have did it. Yeah. I felt super bad for years. I literally kind of... Oh, really? Yeah. I just... I, I know it's probably the stupidest thing. You're yeah. Like, no, stupid. no, no, no. It's like, oh. I totally... I can oh, relate. Man. I did the same thing with a chipmunk it's when I was a little kid. It's, it's like... 
always thinking about everything possible, mm-hmm. like emotions and yeah, <laughs> the little life that I took. He, he could have had a home. <laughs> yeah, so like it's it's interesting because like I just said, I I shot a chipmunk when I was a kid, and I like told my dad like my dad grew up around guns and hunting and stuff, yeah. and it was very normalized. He likes to fish, all this. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of stuff was normal to me, but. I don't know. I had a BB gun. I went out back. I shot a chipmunk and I killed it. And I was like crying like a half hour later. I was like, what have I done? Yeah. Like, um, cause it was in, honestly, there was no point in me doing that. Like right. that was, that didn't feel justified to me. Like something was wrong because of that. I haven't cried over this deer because I'm putting it to use. Like as, is a, it's not like a, a kill just for a kill. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, people who say like, you know, you need to, do your part in the food chain and uh prune the population so it can grow healthier like over the long term but like to your point like that one kill like it doesn't make it any more pleasurable like it's still a a a brutal experience it is but on the flip side like i fish i go to massachusetts with my dad for years to a beach house and we you know we go right out right in and and catch right off the shore yeah yeah and wheel it in and literally cook it yeah kill the fish of course it doesn't, I don't know, maybe because it's bigger and I, I don't know, uh, I don't get it. it, but it doesn't, it doesn't affect me like it does if I was to kill a deer or something. So you, you just discriminate against fish. That's what it is, <laughs> That's <man>. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> <It's our pescatarians. laughs> no, oh, it's, uh, it's such an interesting world, but, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's one of those feelings, man. It's yeah. Just, I would have, like, I know I could do it. Yeah. If I was sitting there and like, of course I could, I could probably take it down. Yeah. Butchering it would be a little diff different yeah i've dragged deer in my neighbor used to be a huge hunter i've dragged a okay deer off me. hey you want to make a couple bucks come pull this thing off my <laughs> sure yeah me of my course chris would go over and yank the thing out of there yeah yeah pour out of the yeah thing. it's like whatever let's get this done yeah stink the high heaven but ugh. oh yeah especially if you gut it the wrong way yeah it's you can get some bad smells so for sure definitely smell those yeah it was, uh, <laughs> so that was a learning experience yeah but i don't know in a there's something about it that I think is important to be uh, like we go to the grocery store and we pick up chicken and we pick up beef or whatever. And like, we don't even think about it, you know, we don't even think about it. We take it for granted completely. So imagine if it wasn't at hand. Yeah. You had to still go out. Like think of old school days. man. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to to butcher and process their own. Yeah. Their own chickens. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's nuts. And so, I don't know. A, a part of me also feels like it's healthy for me to be involved in that process, even if it's only one time a year or one time every two years. I don't know if I'll hopefully I get a deer next year. But yeah. um, part of me just feels like it's good for me to be involved in that process and like have that appreciation and understanding of, for sure. you know, the grocery store, you know, after you've spent four hours butchering a deer you go into the store it's, it looks a little different <laughs> that, butcher, that butcher's back there cutting up a monstrous piece of beef man yeah that tenderloin didn't just make its way out of there all nice and pretty i know <laughs> <laughs> you just get to pick it up off yes. that piece of styrofoam <laughs> mm, that looks good yeah it's funny it's crazy yeah but i don't know it's and that that's a whole other thing beyond diet itself but um i don't know i just i try to eat real food yeah they're going back I'm, I'm just because it, it's it's funny the original reason that i decided to try being vegan was for environmental reasons 
and like not supporting bad. not supporting the factory farms and everything like that right. and that's why now i got into hunting and killed a deer that's why now i go to the regional market every saturday sure. and get my meat from local vendors like it's it's that part is still important to me of course like 100%. i'm never gonna be the guy throwing the trash out of my window man like so i don't know but in terms of health it's just different and i feel like uh just it, it's so interesting to me how biodiverse we are and different things work for different I know people. Cows are bad for our environment, unfortunately. Yeah. Poop. Yeah. It, it's horrible. Yeah. It, it contaminates the soil, and that's a proven fact. Yeah. Which stinks because they do produce such a good thing, right? They produce the dairy, they produce the right. meat, the cheese. There's this so much that yeah. they put out, but it's also that it's it's always a double edged sword. Yeah. That's how everything is in the world. Is the is it the methane in the poo that's the, bad inherently or is it the quantity of it that we've the, commercialized I think it it's the quantity. because i, I feel like yeah so much and that's the ones that you're seeing where they're stuck in the yeah and they can't move well, those, those are the ones you get at the grocery store too you know <laughs> yes sir it's yep. and it's a weird predicament because like if let's say wegmans wasn't around and everyone had to go to you know finger lakes farms at the regional market to get all their meat like yeah. they can't produce that much meat like we had it's it's so weird like the predicament we're in with like having so many more people now and just the, the world itself is yeah, overpopulated. it's crazy there's people living on top of we each just other. we just it is overpopulated for but i think it's overpopulated for the technology we have now like yeah. i think we're gonna see more things like um like the beyond meats and that kind of thing sure. that, that might maybe can uh substitute like some of the the factory farming and of course you have to unwind all the political nonsense that's yeah you know got money tied up and all that but it's and i know there's also some controversy with beyond meat right now and if it's actually healthy and yeah, right. and of course like i think the concept is there it's just not there yet maybe but you need to fine-tune the recipe it's a good burger man i've had it is it times i've had it i have a, my, one of my good friends is a, a vegan okay whole family we've gone over and i'm like dude you want me to bring anything oh no we got it and i mean it was all vegan everything yeah right down to the french fries to the ketchup to the ah. i mean literally everything yeah you know and it was cool it was an experience for me like i've never been to a cookout where i'm not having a juicy medium burger <laughs> fully cooked. yeah it was beyond burger yeah um he, he also cooked this um, again not healthy but chicken uh I don't know. They were like fried chicken cutlets. Okay, but it was like fake chicken, cauliflower. And oh, okay, it okay. It was like yeah, really yeah. good. Man. Yeah, I was like, this is great. But it had other things in it that didn't make it so great. You know? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's that fine line. Yeah, I'm all for. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm just like it. Real food now, because like yeah. going back to the Whole thing, foods. like Oreos are vegan, you know, and it's like, but there's also uh, you know. Fries. <laughs> French fries, but there's also like you know your your fake sausage or yep. things like that that you see in the market. And you look at the ingredients label, and it's like, what is half this shit? You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's wild. It is wild. We're moving in the right direction, yep. though. Like we are 100, percent which totally is agree. which is awesome. But no, we we got way off track. I asked you about diet. <laughs> Started going. <laughs> it's happened like that. That's why we're talking, man. Yeah, That's man. Got to get it out there. Of course. So did I have anything else I wanted to ask you about? I don't think so. Ask about how the show works, training, obstacle ideas. What else you got going on in your life right now? Oh man, I'm drained. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah, I need rest. Just just recouping from the uh, yeah competition. Literally doing recovery mode the next week. 
um, and just getting my body right. Yeah. Yeah. I think physically I'm there. Um, I'm going to work on my core and like really strengthen my low end a little bit. You're just getting ready for Greensboro. Just getting ready for that, man. I'm ready to do it. That's there exciting. Like, what are the dates on that? Uh, the, we're driving on the 20th. Okay. It's a Thursday, I think. And it's that whole 20th to the 25th, I think. Gotcha. I have a buddy down in Greensboro. At least I think he's in Greensboro. He's somewhere down. It's North Carolina, right? Yeah. He's somewhere down in North Carolina. Yeah, it's in the Coliseum. I, I actually owe him a phone call. I gotta I gotta hit him up. Um, I would love to go to that, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it on that short of notice. It's huge, man. But uh, I will. Uh, I'll be posting all sorts of stuff in my story, and I'm gonna be checking it out and whatever I can. The Great Scott on Instagram. Yep, that's me. I I actually my original name on there. I um. <laughs> my ninja name quote unquote ninja name the reggae ninja I, I'm oh yeah huge on reggae I love really it. I've listened to it. I had all my kids listen to it when they were young like and I'm talking about like traditional reggae like, okay good old school yeah uh, none of the trash you hear on radio <laughs> music nowadays like let's face it it's not good There, this the pop is bad it's Syracuse isn't a big music thing it's a top 40 city yeah that's what they're known for yeah um outside of here though like i push reggae it's what inspired all these actors or actors musicians to create what they have it was the basis and foundation of music like, yeah all those upstrokes and offbeats and it's more of a drum and more of a culture than just is. let me create something that i can put on the top 40 station and make money off Most of definitely it, it's <laughs> It's easy listening. It's good on the soul. And it's good on the mind. It's relaxing. Yeah. Um, and there's also upbeat, a you know, dancing, skanking kind of stuff. Of course. You know, okay. you get moving and grooving. So yeah. It, it, it has every aspect. I love it. It's a, it's a full circle of music. So. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, That's cool. How did you stumble into that? I've listened to it for the longest time, man. I grew up on classic rock. Okay. I grew up snagging my dad's zeppelin tapes and <laughs> got Dad. zeppelin four right on the record player let's right go, now <laughs> man let's go that's my stuff right there houses of the holy one of my faves yes oh i want that oh, album so bad so good so good um yeah they're just it's good quality music yeah floyd another one that was a music way before it's time like we have dark side of the moon too listen to that opening unreal listen to the opening uh uh shine uh god i can't think of it I don't know the names of the songs. <laughs> Something about the diamond shine. I can't think of the ex. It's it's a long song, but the opening is just so epic. Um, and Government Mule has done a whole. I don't know if you've heard of them before. I have. They've done a whole Dark Side of the Moon revamp of their. Really? Yeah, they do their own version of I'm it. I'm gonna check that out. Do check it out. It's sick, man. All right. Oh my god, it's so raw. I will check they that do out. They do time. They do uh, money. They do. It's a, it's a whole dark side of the moon. Yeah, album. The thing that the reason I think that album is so incredible, and I don't see this today ever. And granted, I don't listen to a ton of new music, so I, who am I to say? But uh, what that album does is it like the whole album is a song. It's like amazing. I think that, but like it all flows together. It goes from one to the next, to the, and you don't even need any. It just they're not. Right it's through. not like they're separate songs. I mean, they are, but they very much the music like flows together. It's, like a, it's almost like a full movie. Yes, it's like, exactly. Yeah, it's a full experience. It is, it, which I so. think is just so cool. Shine on you, crazy diamond. That's the shine on you, crazy diamond. That's okay. It. Very first song. I feel like such a fake. I don't even know the names. Sorry, right. I only know a, like, a few by name. <laughs> yeah all good stuff man 
it, it, it's like I said way before it's time stuff came out I was like these kids were sitting in their rooms in their 70s listening to this yeah. like what is this yeah. like, holy crap <laughs> <laughs> my uh, Hendrix is another one I love him man. yeah oh, it's so good crazy uh, a little too uh, too short yeah on that one unfortunately sure. yeah it's crazy he was a wild man he lived in a crazy time too that, yeah that was a that was a fun time to grow up in but also probably a hard time too yeah medical wasn't up to speed like mm-hmm. we have now wasn't Just as all the new shit you deal with that yeah. was uh, they hadn't figured out yet yeah. we still see it today it i mean it's, still, it's I just mean, it's a lot more fine-tuned now but yeah it's crazy all right well i'm gonna be respectful of your time get you out of here i appreciate Get that kids. i had a blast <laughs> yeah dude i'm glad you came on i Thank appreciate so it much. of course i appreciate that i wish you the best of luck Thank two you. weeks from now in greensboro i appreciate that as well i will uh keep that rocking forward and uh hopefully get that barbados trip and uh get top three so yeah man I'm absolutely for it. i'm gonna go real hard good i look forward to seeing you on instagram <laughs> cool all right